Welcome to Let Me Live. I'm your host, Candace Perkins, and I followed my version of the American dream, which is living a beautiful life I don't need to escape from. I was once an unfulfilled, corporate, people-pleasing dream seeker full of unhappiness and lacking a fire for life, and I'm now a purpose-filled individual that took the scary leap in pursuing my creative passion as a photographer. It was not an easy journey, but my heart has never been so on fire. I made this podcast to celebrate small businesses, creatives, and all passion-filled dream seekers whose stories align with mine and to inspire those who are afraid of making your dream a reality. It's time to follow your fiery heart by doing what you want and live this one life for you. So listen in, get ready to be inspired, and repeat after me. Let me live. Hello, welcome to my very first episode of Let Me Live. I am so happy that this is finally happening. Um, Never in a million years would I have thought that I would have my own podcast because the idea of having my own show where I talk and I'm the host is absolutely terrifying. And the last few years of my life were just this weird, was just this weird phase of like not knowing if I'm a introvert or an extrovert and um losing my confidence in my social skills <laughs> um and so yeah never would have thought this would be a thing that I would do um actually my cousin who is a podcast wizard podcast expert um she doesn't have her own podcast but she's really she has really good sense of judgment on good podcasts and what's great to listen to, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I sent her like the very first episode that I recorded, which was a practice episode. And she was telling me um, all these amazing things because I asked for her feedback and stuff. Uh, One of the things that stood out to me with what she said was uh, she brought back a memory that I don't even remember, but she said that I apparently have always wanted to have a talk show of some sort um she said that when we were kids we would pretend like we were on a talk show um don't remember that at all but hey here I am (laughs) having my own show um but yeah I just wanted to introduce myself and kind of talk about who I am um as the first episode and kind of share my why what I do um you know why I started let me live and what it's about So, hello, (laughs) I'm Candice, and I'm a photographer, I'm a full-time photographer, and I have been doing photography for not that long. Um, I've always had an interest for it, always had an eye for it, Um, but it's not something that I took seriously and started a career in until last year, January of 2021 was when I started my photography business. Um, Before then, I was pursuing the medical field-ish. When I graduated high school forever ago, a million years ago, um, I wanted to pursue nursing. (laughs) Well, let me take that back. I didn't want to. I thought I wanted to. um, But I grew up in a family that's um, very... They just have their... uh, their careers figured out and they are um they are nurses they are engineers my parents were both it 
um, very successful in the IT industry. Uh, my brother's following in their footsteps. Um, you know, typical Filipino family that's just <sighs> has it all together following their careers as a nurse and all these things and I was always I was always the type that was more creative um I had trouble focusing in school throughout my whole life um I could never pay attention during lectures throughout <laughs> my entire life had really bad reading comprehension, um, because my mind was always elsewhere. Um, I couldn't really focus and fully listen to something, listen to a lecture or a story being told unless I was doodling. Um, I was very, and still am very interest driven. Um, I don't really care to do something, frankly, unless it's something where I can express my creativity somehow. Um, I paid more attention to like fashion design classes, art classes, um, dance. I was really involved in dance throughout my life. Um, I was involved in like yearbook and just like trying to get myself involved in as many creative things as I can. But it was really hard because my grades weren't so good in the academic part of school but I really excelled and thrived in the other stuff. And my family, my parents never really, they were never happy about that. Um, they always kind of made me feel like terrible for it. And it's, I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, I hate my parents. I love my parents, of course, you know, but I don't blame them for anything. I don't have any hatred for them or anything. <laughs> we have no bad blood or anything like that. Now that I'm older, I understand that they had good intention, and, and now that I'm older, I also understand that they, it's tough love, <laughs> and they just wanted what's best for me, but the biggest thing was that they definitely did understand that part of this is probably coming from like, ADHD and being very just like interest driven it's just something that I can't help and there's literally like some kind of a chemical imbalance or something going on in my brain where I literally cannot focus in school unless it's something that I am like 100% interested in and it was just a struggle to focus on the academic stuff um yeah they just kind of made me feel again I don't want to sound like I hate them or that they hate me they have a great relationship now it was just really hard to deal with growing up but yeah they just kind of made me feel like I was just a slacker and lazy and I only cared about doing fun stuff like literally they would say like oh you only care about doing fun things um so yeah that's going back to following nursing that's why I tried to pursue it when I graduated high school because I felt like that's what I had to do um, that's just the Filipino thing to do is just be a nurse. Um, I knew uh, deep in my heart, that's not what I wanted. Um, and I just, I wanted to prove myself in some way that I can do something successful. I can do something big and I can definitely, I'm more than they thought they think I am. 
So when I graduated high school, um, my first foot in the door to the medical field was to attend a medical assisting program. And so I enrolled myself in it. And I thought my dad would be proud of me. I'll never forget this. Um, but my dad literally was upset. He was upset because he strongly believed that it was a waste of money and that I would never be successful and that I'm never going to graduate and not going to get good grades because it was thousands and thousands of dollars, like $15,000, $20,000 for this medical assisting program. Um, so that really hurt. That hurt a lot. And I, it's like trying so hard not to cry right now just thinking about it but that was so long ago and that was in the past and we're in a different place now but when I think about it it still hurts to know that he didn't believe in me um so yeah I enrolled myself in didn't ask for my parents help or anything um did all the student loan stuff and the enrolling all by myself and everything um got accepted in and I actually had like all good grades um, I graduated with not a 4.0, but I graduated with a 3.75. I had all A's and I had one B and I graduated on a small list of high academic honors. Um, there wasn't a lot of students on the list, so I was very proud of myself to be on this honors list. I was also on the Dean's list consecutively. Um, and I had awards for like good attendance and everything. And, um, yeah, I graduated with, with flying colors and I was very proud of myself. My dad, my parents, everybody was so proud of me. Um, I graduated that. The program was only about, I think, a year or a year and a half long. And by the time I was 18, I had my first full-time job and I got my first car and I finally was able to have my first smartphone at 18. <laughs> My parents were very, very strict. Uh, I didn't have a smartphone until I was 18 when I had my first full-time job and I was able to just buy one myself. Uh, my first brand new car and everything that was financed and all that stuff. Um, with the help of my parents, they did help me with the financing of my car. So I'm, I'm grateful for their help with my, with my car. Um, so yeah, not the easiest upbringing. There's a lot of other things too that I didn't share, like... Um, just a very depressing time um, in the end of elementary school, middle school, and high school was really hard. Um, life wasn't always easy at home, and mentally it took a toll on me with my mental and emotional health. Um, so it was just, just not the best. Um, and I think a lot of it just stems from just not being able to focus in school and not having the best grades. Um, and actually, right now, I am pretty certain that I have ADHD. My husband, he was diagnosed with ADHD when he was about four years old. Um, but as I open up to him more, as I've opened up to him a lot in the last several years and knowing him and realizing and embracing the way that I am and the way my brain works, he's fairly certain that I have ADHD. So um, I'm hoping to get diagnosed soon. Um, that would help a lot. Um, 
it probably wouldn't change much as far as the way my brain works because that's just the way that it's going to be. Um, but it would definitely give me peace of mind and bring me a lot of peace for having confirmation that, you know, there's a reason why I am the way that I am. There's a reason why I couldn't focus in school. There's a reason why I'm so interest driven, um, just very passionate and excitable. Um, there's a reason that I am not always the most consistent person and all these other things. It's just never ending list, but yeah. So I feel like I'm on a million journeys right now, but the ADHD and being diagnosed for that is one thing. Um, you know, mental health is not something that's talked about a lot or at all in Filipino culture. And I kind of wish that it was because I'm sure that my um, my parents probably, if they if they believed and um, if Filipino culture talked about mental health a lot more, I'm fairly certain that um, I would have been diagnosed with ADHD at a younger age and things would have been handled differently. Um, and yeah, so I envy my husband who was diagnosed at a younger age. Um, but yeah, so just a struggle. But how did I pass medical school so well? I think it's because I was just hungry, hungry <laughs> to prove something to my parents. Um, Actually, now that I'm looking back at my experience as being a, an MA student, um, I remember we had these folders um, for every module or every month was a new subject. Um, and we got, we were given these folders um, that we put our work in, or actually, I don't even remember what we'd put in these folders, but I would doodle on them. I would doodle on them while listening. And I think that's what helped me focus a lot in school. Um, Cause I, I have, my hands have to be doing something in order for me to focus or listen to something. Um, and uh, that's just how I always have been. So yeah, I was like, just randomly remembering that I would always like doodle stuff. Um, let's go back a little bit to, to my high school years um, again. Um, I was involved in yearbook, um, and I think that's one of, like, the biggest things I've done in my life as far as realizing that there's a little part of me that wants to pursue photography or something creative in some way because I was just so pumped up and my heart was just on fire and I had so much excitement in my eyes when I had the chance to have a camera um, in my hand to take photos of events at school or whatever. Um, I took every chance I could to have that camera even though it was a school's property um, but I took it home whenever I could and just like created and ran with it and you know did all these things um, and yeah I just like had all these I don't know, I've always just been, in any way that I could, I would, I would just try and create in some way, without even trying, like, that's just what I wanted to do, so, so I did it, um, but yeah, so going back to the medical school and everything, graduating with, with flying colors, and 
you know, starting that career and stuff. Um, did that for a little bit. Um, and then, I don't know, I kind of just fell out of that, of the medical field. And I, I honestly, I can't even really tell you why. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have like an explanation to be frank with you, but I just pursued like an office job. I don't, I can't tell you why. I don't know. I don't know why I did. Maybe I was just tired of wearing scrubs or maybe it was just, I don't know what it was but I pursued an office job. Um, I think part of it, honestly, was um, I, when I was in the medical field, um, I had like an interest a little bit in like, like marketing and putting business on the shelf and all that, that realm of, of business. And um, I saw like a, like an ad on Indeed for um, a lead generation marketing position. I applied for it. It was a very chill job in the interview. It sounded chill, got the job. It wasn't really what I, what it, I thought it was. It was more salesy, but I ended up sticking there, sticking around there for like three or four years. Um, I mean, I am grateful for that job because it did teach me a little bit about some marketing stuff. I wasn't doing any like strategy or anything, um, but it did teach me like a little bit, though it was a little salesy. But if it wasn't for that job, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know how to pitch. I wouldn't know how to provide or share or sell experiences, um, which I do now as a photographer. So as I look back on my past, I'm, I, even though I was all over the place <laughs> and I had no idea what to do and it was not the easiest um, and most stable journey of self-discovery and trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I do believe that everything has taught me something to get me to where I am right now as a photographer. For example, like, Obviously, the creative stuff that I made myself get involved in throughout high school, middle school, um, you know, that fed like the creative side, and I, I just I feel like that was something I was born with. Um, but in the medical field, I was taught a lot of problem solving, a lot of um, critical thinking, a lot of just like being creative in a different way, not in an artistic way, but in a solving problems kind of way um and i implement those skills a lot right now in my job also with like dealing with people um conflict resolution and um yeah and then the job that i had after that in like the sales and marketing kind of world um obviously that's a huge thing when you're your own boss and you're a provider of some kind of service in which i provide photography services now and I, I provide experiences for clients um, and selling that experience and is a big thing obviously because in order for me to make money as a photography business owner I have to sell and knowing how to do that without sounding salesy or pitchy or sleazy um, like I'm grateful for those jobs that I've had in sales and marketing because I've implemented those selling and talking skills um, and people skills 
and I use that now as a photographer. So it wasn't a waste of time. Um, do I wish that I pursued photography long ago so I don't have to be stuck with a student loan and I would have done it at an earlier age? Certainly, of course. <laughs> but I've learned a lot throughout those years and I'm happy that I am pursuing it now um, than later. And I mean, I mean, even if I was like, 45 or 50 or something like I would be happy to pursue it. There's no age in which it's too late to follow your dreams. Okay, there's no And I'm still young. I am 26. I'm gonna be 27 in like six months I'm still very young and even if you're 55 and you're just now realizing what your true passion is That is okay. You are still very young. It's never too late. I saw a TikTok like a couple months ago of a man who has been working in corporate and or something I can't remember the field all his life he's always had a passion for the arts and he finally pursued it at the age of 75 I don't think he was retired so he left that job and pursued that and that makes my heart so happy I mean that's the perfect example as just to prove that there's no such thing as it's too late to fall to follow what you love because if you don't start now and this is one of the biggest things that made me pursue photography and just fully lean into it without care in the world because I was like if I keep waiting I'm going to keep sitting in a place of wonder and like what if I if I started now I would be so far year from now imagine where you would be a year from now if you started right now so that's why I that's why I just took the leap and I made the jump and it hasn't been the easiest journey since I started my photography business last year in January 21 2021 but I would not change a single thing like and it is so much more than just doing what you want to do and not having a boss and like, you know, having the job of your dreams. It's so much more than that. But there's so much interpersonal growth and self-discovery, both career-wise, of course, but like just life-wise. And it's incredible. I feel like if, I was, I feel like if I was, if I allowed myself to stay in those careers that I was in the past, I would not have the confidence and the happiness and just fulfillment that I have now. And I wouldn't have started this podcast. All this is full circle. Okay, this is this is all full circle. I wouldn't have started this podcast if I hadn't started photography. And I started this podcast because I I've always been passionate about and always admired people who follow their dreams and make this whole amazing beautiful life around what they love the most and that's why I've always been one to support small business. That's why I've always been one to 
support creative entrepreneurs, um, musicians, and artists and everything because I know that it's not easy. I know that it takes a lot of overcoming fears, overcoming the, you know, worrying about what other people would think about it, um, not following a normal 9-to-5 job. Um, I know that it's a lot of hard work. Um, and I wanted to really create a space that celebrates those stories and also addressing the struggles and just getting real um, and embracing that journey that's just this emotional, mental, and physical roller coaster. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I love hearing and listening to the stories of other photographers and not just photographers, but, um, clothing designers, artists, artisans, anyone who really is just doing what they love and, and who's listened to their passions and what they enjoy the most, whether that's designing and creating earrings or creating murals or paintings, um, making money off of that. I mean, that is all, I admire that. Um, I admire that a lot um, because like I said, I didn't have, I didn't have a podcast <laughs> when I was in high school or those were not of in middle school and throughout my life, my younger years, like that was not a big thing. Having a podcast, having a friend, or having any kind of space online or anywhere in person um, that makes you realize that like it's okay and that it's totally possible to do what you love and be aware of what you really enjoy. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. And heck yeah, make money off of it create a beautiful life around it. Totally. And that's what this podcast is all about. I wanted this to be that for you. Um, for anyone who's listening that wants to have that amazing life doing what you love. And also a place to celebrate those who are doing that. Like that, all of it, all of it is worth celebrating. So that's why I started Let Me Live. That's what this is all about. And now here I am, you know, um, as a, as a photographer, um, I'm a photographer that specializes in documenting the stories of people who have these amazing lives that are just so passion-filled and purpose-filled and live people that live their lives for them unapologetically and just freely. I live for stuff like that and that's, that's what I document. That's what I, I don't just document that, but I, I, I write stories about that as well um, on my blog posts. So um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because through photography, I have found a way to express creativity, of course, because photography is a form of art. Um, it's a form of storytelling. But it's also an outlet and a, and a platform to use to, to really bring out and celebrate those stories of people who have these passions and this fire in their heart um, for these things that they just love doing. And they're just making this 
their career, this thing that they just love to do. I love that so much. Um, or using photography as a platform to inspire people to, to just go for it. Do the thing. Do what you want to do. Um, and like I said, that's that brought me to making this podcast. And who knows what the next thing's going to be. Um, you know, and I'm just... I'm really grateful. I'm, I'm really grateful for photography. And I'm so very happy that I have listened and finally became aware of <laughs> my creativity and just accepting it, you know, um, that that's my interest. Like, I'm not a slacker. I'm not lazy because I, I don't excel in math and <laughs> science and all these things. I, my strength, my strength is art and telling stories through art. And I have recently finally accepted that and I own that. And I hope that that inspires you. I hope that all of this inspires you. Um, if you're listening to this and you're feeling a little wary about whether or not you should fully lean into doing what you love the most, if it's a creative thing um, or something that's not quite understood in your family um, or in society, just go for it. You, have, you don't have anything to lose. You really don't because you're going to sit in a place of wonder if you should just do it or how different would your life be? How much more beautiful could your life be if you did it? It's time to stop living in a place of wonder and it's time to start doing what you love to do, whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like for you. You only have this one life. As cheesy as it sounds, you have to make it your best and you have to live it for you. And if you are already living that life, you're already there, I'm here to celebrate that with you. I'm here to celebrate that journey that you went through that was not easy. And um, I am so, so happy that you found yourself I'm so, so happy that you found what you love and you're doing this and making this your life. That's, um, I applaud you. Can't see it, but I'm clapping my hands. Trying to keep it quiet though, because if I clap my hands, it'll be loud on the microphone, but I'm very proud of you and I love you. <laughs> but that is all for this episode. I hope that um, you enjoyed listening in and that you resonated with this and I hope to see you on the next one. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to my very first episode of Let Me Live. I do quotes at the end of every episode. And for this episode, the quote goes, You are confined only by the walls you build yourself. By Andrew Murphy. Love that quote so much. Thanks a million times, Ten, for listening to my first episode. Follow me on Instagram, Candace Perkins underscore, Twitter, Candace Perkins underscore. My website is CandacePerkins.com. And thank you again and again and again for listening to this. I hope you found it great, and I'll see you on the next one.